the most connected man in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain, 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We Shucky Ducky is the man with me. Oh, Shucky Ducky was a way for me to say, I am thrilled to be here. Why not just say that? Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us because we're going to tell you the truth, give you the facts because we want you to be better informed. To help make this a better nation. Breaking news. Breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. How you doing, buddy? Did you have a great birthday celebration yesterday? <laughs> I did. Yes. See, yes. he doesn't like for me to bring that up. Okay. All right. All right. Did you have managed cake? To, uh, uh, Dad was uh, really good. I managed to um, <laughs> go to the wrong place to pick up my daughter from her <laughs> dance class. Yeah. So. You perfect. went to the wrong place. Well, you know, there's two of them, and, you know, the brain sometimes isn't working late in the day. You know how that's Oh, you started a little early, huh? You know <laughs> that's right, I mean? yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish it had been that. No, it wasn't. The, the, the dick, dick, dickers or whatever that is. <laughs> no. started a little early, Jamie. started a little early. That was later on. Exactly. <laughs> did you pick up the right child? Uh, yes, I did, thankfully. <laughs> yes. All right, now, in, in all seriousness, we yes. have big breaking news that is taking place right now uh, here in D.C. The Fed's have told reporters in the last few minutes that they do now believe that this attack out in California was one that was inspired by the Islamic State. Right. That the wife evidently pledged allegiance to the Islamic State on a Facebook account using an alias hmm. right before the attack, and then after it started, went and deleted that post. You know, hmm. why, nobody knows, but that they were able to find that and, you know, they were able to get some of the cell phone uh, data, some of the maybe uh, thumb drives and more at the house that they've investigated. So from whatever they've been able to go through in terms of evidence, the FBI, the intelligence community now believes that she pledged allegiance to the Islamic State just before the attacks began and then after it deleted the postings. So where does that take us? I think it takes us to where a lot of us thought this was sort of going. Let's face it. You know, as we looked at it in the last couple of days, yeah. when you heard about the evidence of the amount of ammunition, the bomb making, the effort to cover their tracks with uh, uh, taking out the hard drive from the computer, smashing the cell phones, using cell phones that um, you know that had been uh, that that had been new and wiped and more, that only sort of takes you to one spot in your thoughts, right. and that is that it's probably you know some kind of terrorist uh, links to this. So at this point in time, this certainly changes the dynamics of this and uh, raises a lot more questions because remember what is it that we have been told repeatedly when i ran into a senior intelligence official two weekends ago the thing that this person told me was they weren't worried as much about islamic state people getting into the u.s they were yeah. worried about people being inspired by the islamic state right. and taking measures into their own hands here and that's what this seems to uh, be at this point in time and the other difference about this one is that they clearly were not going to commit suicide because of the way they were dressed. They got in a vehicle and left, tried not to be detected. So they weren't going to blow themselves up 
they ended up dying because they because law enforcement they were on their a game found them caught them and then they got into a gunfight. Well, and it seems like what happened was is that in this the beauty of law enforcement and their ability to track down this stuff so fast. It seems like in the immediate aftermath that one of the people who was in that room or you know one of the people that were that was in, in under attack was able to tell the police that they thought that this guy Said Farouk had left and that it you know you never know and they were able to quickly figure out that he had rented an SUV and go back and check the uh, the house where they ultimately uh, saw them leave from there were able to track them and then that led to the shootout so uh, it, it seems I think a lot of people believe that they were going to go somewhere else and do another attack possibly and again uh, if you just missed it uh, federal officials are now telling reporters that they believe that this attack was inspired by the Islamic State the officials have said this morning that the wife in the San Bernardino shootings, made a Facebook post pledging allegiance to the Islamic State just before the attacks occurred and then evidently deleted it right after that. So we'll have to see what else happens on this story today. But certainly, that really changes the dynamics of this. And again, I don't think it comes as any great surprise. I think a lot of people believe that's where this was headed. But now we have actual, uh, it looks like, concrete evidence for that. I also heard a report about after they use robots to eliminate the booby traps at the home they found a cachet of weapons and yep. munitions and bombs and bomb making abilities and things of this nature yeah and you know again the uh, i mean large amounts of ammunition doesn't exactly always then mean that you're a terrorist there's Correct. plenty of people maybe even some listening to this program who have a large amount of ammunition and they're not a terrorist but when uh, you probably don't have bomb making equipment or, or bombs at the ready and more and it seems like that that was that what was was what was going on at that point in time so yeah a lot of these little things beginning to point even more toward this as an issue I'm real curious about the reconciliation bill that repeals parts of Obamacare what are the major parts in there that it uh, strips out? Uh, it strips out, and this is the bill that was approved last night in the Senate. It has to go back to the House of Representatives for final action next week, along with banning, uh, blocking money for Planned Parenthood that would go through the Medicaid program. The bill also would repeal, for example, the uh, the individual mandate, the employer mandate. I think it gets rid of the medical device tax. That's huge. Uh, and a couple of things in there, but it will be vetoed by the president. It's right. not a full repeal of the Obama health law because he can't do that through the reconciliation process. It's complicated, but there are reasons that you cannot. And so the Republicans are trying to at least get a bill that would repeal some of this stuff to the president's desk and force him to veto it and put him on the record. He'll be happy to do that, but I think it will also it will serve as a reminder to the Republican rank and file that, yes, they can get this done. It's not easy. But they can get the stuff to the president and force him to veto it. So the Senate approved that last night. Uh, it will go to the House. Well, they'll vote on it next week as well, along with a lot of other stuff. And so I would think before Christmas, we'll have the president vetoing that bill that would have repealed uh, big chunks of the Obama health law. Yeah, but I think that that other thing that it does, if the president vetoes it, then people who are suffering increases in health insurance premiums and deductibles or they can't get insurance and the collapsing of those uh, government-sponsored uh, exchanges, then they are going to say, okay, I'm feeling this pain, and Congress tried to do something, the Republicans tried to do something, the president is going to veto it, so I think it tees up an issue. Sure. Now, whether or not it gets the kind of attention that it ought to get from some of the media sources is another thing. 
But I applaud the Republicans for going this far with what they had to work on. Remember, with. actually, the Republicans really had to work hard on Senators Rubio, Cruz, Lee, and a few others who wanted to vote against this because they only wanted to accept a full repeal. I see. Again, the problem is you can't get a full repeal through in this special uh, reconciliation process without um, – because it doesn't have a filibuster. You can't do a full repeal like that through this. It doesn't work. Right. And so they had to sort of – knuckle under and say, okay, we'll go along with this, even though it's not a full repeal. Now, the vote was 52 to 47, so that means that some Republicans didn't go along with it. Is that right? Yeah, I think uh, in the end it was, uh, let me see, I can bring it up real quick. I think if I remember correctly, that it was um, uh, Susan Collins of, of Maine, who was one of those who voted against it, and probably Mark Kirk as well. Of course, I can't get it up on my screen right now, just when I wanted to take a look Well, at I won't clock to find out who those people are, so I'll we can let the world know. Here. <laughs> this and, and uh, this vote last night, fifty-two to forty-seven. The yeah. two, uh, let's see, the two no's from Republicans. One was Susan Collins of Maine. Exactly. One was Mark Kirk of Illinois. Both considered more moderate Republican senators, and both up for re-election, I believe, next year. Uh, next year. Okay, not a good move. Not well, you know, they move. have. There's different things. I think Collins objected to it because she does not like the ban on the Planned Parenthood money. And Kirk is a more moderate Republican anyway in the state of Illinois. I mean, I think the the thing that people have to remind themselves in the Republican Party is that not every Republican uh, around the country is like a Republican, say, in Georgia, Alabama, South Carolina, Texas, and other places. There are different flavors of Republicans, and there's no way you're ever yep. going to get to 60 votes in the Senate if you knock out people like Susan Collins and Mark Kirk. What about this highway funding bill? We hear about uh, the process uh, what what does that mean in terms of is it a final bill and is there a number it's on, on its it? way it's at the president's desk that was also approved last night in the senate as well uh, this plan lays out the funding a uh, longer term for the next uh, five years for highways for new roads and bridges around the country it does not do anything to get a Uh, to help the funding stream, which has suffered in recent years because the gasoline tax is not bringing in as much revenue as it used to. It's bringing in about $34 billion a year. They need about $50 billion, really, to fully fund the program. They're actually taking some excess money from the Federal Reserve, from a few other places, to funnel into the general treasury back into the, uh, the highway fund. So in that sense, they're they're doing some of it, Herman, but not as much, I think, as uh, members in both parties would like to do. Now, also, along with the highway bill and the action on that budget reconciliation bill last night in the Senate, we also had votes on gun issues in the Senate. Democrats, in the wake of the shootings in California, you know, they're focused not as much on terrorism, more on the gun issue. They forced votes on several things last night, including expanded background checks on gun sales, both on the Internet and at gun shows. That was defeated and also on this plan that they had talked about in the wake of the Paris attacks where they said if you were on the no-fly list then you should not be allowed to buy a weapon that was defeated on a party-line vote last night so a whole host of things got acted on yesterday in the Senate Herman hey at least they're voting on stuff rather than rather than them just not allowing it to come to the vote yeah, and again, this was uh, this was on that reconciliation measure, which makes it easier. You don't have to worry about the filibuster and right. things are, are able to be brought up. So next week, just to sort of frame things for next week, 
Uh, they're going to uh, probably unveil the big omnibus funding bill that for the operations of the federal government probably on Monday. They've got to do something by the end of the week. We have that government shutdown possibility on the 11th, a week from today. Also next week, they're going to try to act on something called the tax extenders bill. There are a whole bunch of uh, yearly tax breaks for R&D and for more things for business and for personal that expire every year. It's become a big Christmas tree at times. I'm going to be interested to see if uh, some of the Tea Party guys d- decide to vote against this next week. That'll be up on the floor. And also a number of other things as Congress tries to get their work done for the year. So a whole host of things ready to come up on the floors of the House and Senate next week, Herman. In the latest CNN presidential poll, did you see any new trends versus the Quinnipiac poll? You know, same twins, trends that we've been seeing, except the CNN poll had a bigger bump for Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, Ted Cruz also up, Marco Rubio up, Ben Carson sliding backward again, and then nobody else making any waves whatsoever. It's almost like you sense that Trump, Cruz, and Rubio are floating up, Carson is coming back down, and Jeb Bush, none of them, nobody making a big push nationally. And I just wonder if that's where we're headed right now. And, of course, uh, also uh, trying to go through the data on the deb- on the polls, Herman. Yeah. I think Rand Paul's in major difficulty. He may be booted off the main stage for that next CNN debate. It's going to be very close. Yes. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. All right, hey, see and you, by the way, would you pick up the right child today? Yeah, I'll try to do that next time. Thanks. <laughs> You're listening to The Herman Cain Show. <laughs>